This is the G Podcast with your host, Tommy B. Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome to the G Podcast, episode 83. It is the Memorial Day cookout edition, so you know it will be brief because I am in proximity of a couch. I got that itis, and you know, <laughs> you know, what's up. you know what's up, K Dub. <laughs> Basketball. I've been watching the Hawks game, and by the way, God, damn, let me let me give it up. The Atlanta Hawks have already exceeded my expectations. I don't care what they do. <laughs> the rest of this, the rest of the playoffs, <laughs> I don't care. They've already exceeded my expectations. Three <gasps> to one up on the Knicks. I mean, it's the Knicks, but the Knicks had a decent team this year, so I got to give it up to. Them. I mean, I mean, no. I've been hard on them. I've been hard on them, but I got to just say. You know, Nate, I forgot Nate's last name, but um, I, I just got to give it up for him, man. I mean, give him the air horn, too. Damn. Yeah, and, give him their props. I got to mm-hmm. give him their props, man. Yep, yep, yep. And a quick hey, Tanya B is here. Wyo's here. Uh, K-Dub, I'll do the uh, introductions formally in just a minute. But I got to do a quick correction. And I know Tanya B is going to jump in on this one. You know, I was talking about Detroit radio a couple of weeks ago, and I said Mojo, and I knew I should have said Mason in the morning. I said, "How you let me do that, Tanya B? Come on!" I don't, I don't remember you saying that. I think I, just... I, I was listening to the show, and a friend of mine from Detroit said, "Ain't no Mojo in no black radio in, <laughs> in Detroit." And it was, they said it was, you know, I forgot. I mean, it was Mason, man. You know, Mason in the morning. So, so you know, I stand corrected. Thank you. That's why we have a feedback line. So I appreciate it for my folks in Detroit. Don't be mad at me. Also, um, you know, uh, let me let me ask y'all, too, because it's it's like the cookout weekend, you know, Memorial Day cookout weekend. And, and don't front. Don't front. Don't front on me. Just answer the question. Now, you know, I know I know y'all partake. Everybody partakes a little at the cookout. But what type of drunk were you at the cookout? Just I'm, I'm just well, curious. Let me, let, me, let, me, let me say this to you. First, up, first and foremost, to quote my late grandfather Thomas Brown, a real lady never gets drunk, nor does she ever speak in public. So, uh, drunk, I cannot tell you about. I will say this. Okay. I don't drink out of a red cup. I have a girly pink cup, and I left it to come in here. So let's hope this is a one-hour show. <laughs> well, damn. All right. What about you, Keith? K Dub, what kind of? Um, okay, I'll say what kind of tipsy I, were you? Because because I was. Let me. Okay, I'll jump yeah, in. I'll just say buzz, just buzz where when the music playing, yeah, everything sounded that much more better. Yeah, yeah. Then I crash and got to go home and just crash out because I'm like stuffed and buzzed yeah. and like man, yeah, got to go to sleep. Yeah, because <laughs> I was like the tipsy, kind of quiet, sleepy, fall over in the corner. Blinking eyes, you know, not really just tipsy more so than like straight up drunk. But yeah. Yeah. why are you there? Will you will you, you admit? Hey, Mo better <laughs> makes it Mo better. To quote Denzel Washington. <laughs> I saw Yo pop in for a minute, but we, we do have her stay woke report. But uh, she probably she's going to be like Tanya B and um, and not and not admit, you know. So, OK, that's cool. I got you, Tanya B. 
But uh, my brother from another mother is is um, I guess he's got the same. Uh, what, what do you call the cup, Tanya B? What the red of- cup, the red solo cup, <laughs> the red solo cup. And he, mm-hmm. Because he is absolutely the country commentator. So, you know, he got the red solo cup. So he's going to be off this week. Um, Wyo, uh, she motivates us with the poetic piece and her stay woke report is coming up, um, you know, at the end of the show. Wyo, what's going on? How you doing? Hey, 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 hey. What's up, y'all? Got to say what's up, Wyo. Wyo, they having a soul jam this weekend? Yeah, I think it's today. Yeah. Yeah, it's today. As we tape, you going to sneak down there? You going to sneak in? <laughs> I might have to drive through. It's kind of hot now, though. Yeah, I hear you. It's always hot. Always hot when Soul Jam comes around in the Mac Town. So I got you. And also, out of Dayton, Ohio, some of the music you hear, when you hear music, uh, when you hear stuff like this, or stuff like this, this, this young man produced it. He's the one and only out of Dayton, Ohio, O-H-I-O. Y'all give it up for K-Dub in the building. K-Dub. Thank you very much. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Doing Always his thing. Good. Got your lead guitar pulled out, man? I got a couple basses I strung up yesterday. <laughs> but I ain't going to do it. I'm trying to get back into shape. You know what I'm saying? No, I hear you. I feel you. Kind of rusty. I feel you, bro. <laughs> I feel you. And our digital entertainment guru, she's hooking up, us up every week with hot tea. Uh, her show, The Birdwire, airs every Friday night, 10 o'clock at castropolis.net and repeat on Saturday. And also, y'all, if you're listening to this live or you listen to it, uh, release re- release the podcast um, Sunday night into Monday morning. Uh, there's going to be a Memorial Day repeat from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. on Memorial Day. Um, sorry for y'all listening to the podcast later in the week. Um, but, but, uh, definitely you can still catch her show every, again, every Friday night, 10 o'clock, uh, mm-hmm. Saturdays at noon. And again, if you check this out early, the Memorial day special will be from 11 to three. Y'all give it up for the one and only Tanya B. <laughs> and you know, because we haven't done it, it'll, because we haven't done it in a while. Every time I come I'm in the not- kitchen. <laughs> What's cooking, cooking Tanya B? <laughs> come on, come on now. Yeah, this is I the cooking? day. This is Absolutely okay. Wait a minute. What, nothing. What, are, <laughs> what are you eating? <laughs> How about that? What are you eating? <laughs> oh, you just got Absolutely a solo nothing. cup. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> 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 All right, then. Damn. There you go. Well, mm. I put some turkey wings in the crock pot. There you go. Hey, there you go. Go wild. <laughs> Ain't nothing like some turkey. Ain't, ain't nothing like that crock pot cooking, though. That's, you know, you know, know. how it goes. You know how it goes. Crock pot. <sighs> you know. All right, y'all, but remember, this is the G Podcast. Each week, we do news, politics, pop culture, that piping hot tea from Tanya B, a whole lot more. We got a whole lot of stuff coming up. So, uh, y'all, hang for a minute. Uh, let's do this. Let's go ahead and jump into news with Syracuse Mike. We'll come back on the other end. We'll jump into some topics, and then we'll get into tea. Here we go. News tea. for the Week in News with Syracuse Mike. A leader in Britain's Black Lives Matter movement was in critical condition in London Monday after being shot in the head over the weekend. Sasha Johnson had received numerous death threats according to her organization. At this point, police don't believe she was the intended target. No one has been arrested. (laughs) 
In sports, Julio Jones says about his future with the Falcons. Oh, man. No. He's out. He's out of there. That from FS1, Skip and Shannon Undisputed. The Falcons have a big salary cap issue, and it's no secret that they've been shopping Jones. However, he may not have known he was live on the air during that comment. Jones said he has no interest in Dallas, and we note nothing is official at this time. Members of George Floyd's family met Tuesday with President Biden, Vice President Harris, and congressional leaders marking the date one year later when George Floyd was killed. The private meeting with Biden and Harris lasted about an hour at the White House. Floyd's brother, Falonis, appreciated the meeting with the president. He's a genuine guy. Uh, They always speak from the heart. About that police reform bill named after his brother. We just want this George Floyd Policing Act to be passed. Those attending the meeting included Floyd's mother and daughter, plus three brothers and a nephew. Another milestone has been reached in the fight against COVID-19. The Biden administration says just over half of all adults in the U.S. are now fully vaccinated. The Manhattan District Attorney has convened a grand jury that is expected to decide whether former President Donald Trump, plus some executives at his company, should be indicted on criminal charges. Legal observers believe D.A. Cyrus Vance Jr. has found evidence of a crime, if not by Trump, then by someone potentially close to him, or by his company, according to the Washington Post. Another mass shooting Wednesday, this one in San Jose at the Santa Clara Valley Transportation Authority, also known as VTA. It's a light rail facility. At least eight people are dead. The suspect, a 57-year-old co-worker, is also dead. Investigators believe he took his own life. Mayor Sam Licardo. We are in a very dark moment, but I am heartened to see the response the VTA family coming together to help their co-workers. County Superintendent Cindy Chavez says the VTA staff are heroes again, as they have been during the pandemic. These folks were heroes during COVID-19. The buses never stopped running. VTA didn't stop running. They just kept at work. And now we're really calling on them to be heroes a second time to survive such a terrible, terrible tragedy. Also of note, a house went up in flames in San Jose around the same time as the shooting. Authorities believe it was the gunman's home. President Biden has ordered the U.S. intelligence community to redouble efforts to study the origins of coronavirus. The administration said it will continue to press for China to participate in a full investigation. Former President Donald Trump and some Republicans have promoted the theory that the virus emerged from a laboratory accident rather than naturally through human contact with an infected animal. Now, some prominent U.S. researchers agree that the pandemic may have resulted from an accident. Three Tacoma police officers have been criminally charged in the death of Manuel Ellis. Washington State Attorney General Bob Ferguson made the announcement Thursday. Ellis, who is black, was tackled by two officers and struck multiple times. They also used a neck restraint and a taser on him three times. Video captured Ellis telling officers, I can't breathe, sir, I can't breathe, shortly before he lost consciousness. Senate Republicans blocked an effort at bipartisan legislation to establish an independent 9-11-type commission to investigate the January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol. It is the GOP's first filibuster since President Biden took office. The final vote was 54 to 35, but that wasn't enough to bring the bill up for debate. Just six Republican senators joined Democrats who needed a total of 60 votes to proceed. And it does not surprise me (laughs) at all. No surprise. No surprise. I, I, I'm i surprised that they're surprised, if anything, that um, the Republicans didn't. You know, you know what I compare it to, y'all? 
I compare, that's just like bank robbers voting for bank security. Cause, cause they, so many of them are complicit, um, that, uh, they don't want to get caught up in the investigation. So it's going to be, I guess, right now up to the justice, uh, the uh, justice department and, uh, Merrick Garland. And we'll see what he does. We'll see what he comes out with. Um, you know, any, anything else stand out for any of y'all from, from the news this week? Any, anything pop up? Just curious going around the ring before we jump into, uh, mm-hmm. move on. Tanya B. Oh, you know what? We, one thing maybe Mike didn't mention, and I don't have all the details, but I find it very interesting that the the level of, to quote Heavy D from self-destruction, the level of idiocy in Texas where there's some kind of law where you don't have to have a permit mm-hmm. to like, openly carry a gun. I'm like, after all these mass shootings, are you kidding me? I yeah. will stay away from Texas probably yeah. for the rest of my life. That is ridiculous. Yeah, it is. It is more, me- more <laughs> mentally ill people will have yeah. guns so we can expect more mass shootings and more senseless death. Yeah. Oh, I, that's I, so true. I, t- why are your thoughts? Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with Tanya B. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's just, um, I mean, no pun intended, but it's shooting yourself in the foot. I mean, it, it's just, you know, really negating all the efforts that are being placed to, you know, control, control the madness. And, and uh, you know, you just hate to hear about these uh, these mass shootings. But I mean, every single week we, we have one to report, at least one. But, um, you know, moving right along, I, I just um, I will say that everything that's going on in the country and I'm, I'm going to make a prediction Tanya B, Y.O., and K-Dub, I think a lot of this is going to be cleared up that we're hearing, especially with the Senate and the GOP, when Trump is indicted. You know, I think it's going to take an indictment. Um, and, and I, you know, who am I to say whether or not they have enough evidence in, in New York or even in Fulton County? But I think once that happens, you're going to see a whole lot of rats jumping off the ship and then we may get some things done. But for now, you know, we're probably just going to have to deal with this until the end of the year. I think it's going to, the climate's going to continue to be the same. I'll leave it at that. And, and yeah. Tommy B police brutality is very prominent. Mm-hmm. It's like almost every week we have some type of incident with that going on in the news. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. And the policing bills are, I could go on and on. We could do a full show. And as a matter of fact, we might just bring Harold Michael Harvey in within the next couple of months and just do a full show on some of this stuff that's pending. That's that's not going through. And why? That's the big thing. But I'm not going to, you know, it's Memorial Day weekend. Um, You know, we'll we'll kind of get through this uh, this week. Wanted to make sure that we get you the headlines. That's what we're here for. Report. Make sure you get the news wrapped up. Thank you, Syracuse Mike. And I do want to say one thing. I was hoping Vi was here because, and, and um, you know, I know you're a sports illiterate, Tanya B. K-Dub, you may have some info or some opinion on this. Y-O, you may have some opinion on this. <laughs> I'm, I'm just throwing it out there. But Julio Jones, I'm like, dude, if you want to go, if, if if you know, you, you put in your, uh, what is it, 12, 13 seasons, you know, I'd say, you know, a lot of folks are like, well, we can't let him go. I'm like, dude, if he wants to go, let him go. I mean, he didn't win the 12 seasons or we didn't get the bowl. We didn't get the Lombardi trophy, the the 12 seasons he was here. So, you know, my opinion is if we can clear up the salary cap, 
possibly use that money to get a replacement for a, I don't want to call Matt Ryan what he is, but if we can do that, clear the salary cap, possibly look at getting another quarterback within the next couple of years, then so be it. I think we got a talented enough receiver core as it is, and we can, and then we just drafted an excellent receiver. We can move on. So I'm going to leave it at that. Yeah. I know Atlanta Fal- – I mean, any thoughts, K-Dub? Any thoughts on that? Oh, yeah. Julio don't put his time in. He's one of the greatest to ever come through Atlanta. Yeah. My, let him go on and go do his thing, man. Yeah, you know, I'm not – I'm not – and I'm not – I'm just like you. Absolutely. I'm not – I'm not, yeah. you know, throwing throwing salt, you know, kicking 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 dirt on the brother, you know, but he put in the work. He put in the work, yeah. and, and, you know, wow. sometimes you just move on. Jerry Rice did yeah. it. A lot of a – lot of, you know, great receivers have moved on from their, you know, former teams. And over the last 10 years, Julio was one of the best. Yes, absolutely. So, mm-hmm. so you know, maybe I his do time. know he can run very, very fast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For his size. <laughs> he's a monster. Yeah, he's a monster. Yes. I mean, these these big guys who can run these 4-4-40s, man, amazing. Or, or, or less <laughs> in I mean, some cases, you, you know. You kind of want to see them get a chance to try to win a championship too. Yeah, so. yeah, because they they, yeah. they ain't going to win it under Matt Ryan. I'm just going to tell you yeah. that. They ain't going yeah, to win it under Matt Ryan. I know how that go. I'm, I'm... <laughs> All right, y'all. Tanya Bina, Tanya Bina shut the mic off. <laughs> Who? What? Who? what? Is he still that. playing or I thought he retired? Or <laughs> no, he's still here. No? He's still here, Tanya. Well, brother, it's time. <laughs> What's the who? Thinking about the dad. Who? Who? Why? Doesn't isn't Matt Ryan's dad and didn't he retire or wasn't he in the game too? I don't know. You know what? His there's you know there there've been coaches with the last name Ryan, but I don't think he's related to him. I don't know. Oh, you think oh, is it Buddy uh, Ryan? Yeah, I don't think Rex he's Ryan. Yeah, Rex, Rex Ryan, Buddy Ryan. Yeah. I don't think he's related to any of them. Yeah, I mean not not as not as oh, a okay. not as a father son maybe. You know, a remote relative, but nah, not to my knowledge. You know what, y'all? Since since uh, it's the it's the holiday and we moving right along, let's go ahead and do this. Now then, children, it's time for tea. It's tea time, y'all. Sipping the tea with Tanya B. We moving swiftly. Hey, Tanya B, what you got? Yes, we are. I want to go, uh, first. I want. I have a question. Uh, yeah, yeah. Do you think that uh, Chrissy T is? disrupting or having a negative effect on the brand that we know to be John Legend. And here is why I say that is because, you know, although, you know, old tweets have come up and people need to now realize what you put out that even though you might delete it, try to take it down, it is still there. And now she's being exposed for the bully that she is. And it's not just bullying other adults. It's bullying teenagers. It was something, uh, some uh, reference made to her telling some teenage girl, why don't you just go kill yourself? And I'm like, you of Ooh. all people miss the queen of postpartum depression. Hmm. You know, would say that. And it's interesting because, again, it's backfiring on her because she's losing endorsements. She's losing TV gigs. And let me ask you this. Up until she got with John Legend, had anybody really ever heard of her? Nope. Not really. That would be no. So, I mean, he was her come up. So I think that, you know, I hear he's getting disgusted. And now she's trying to bring her mother into the fold and, you know, make it like a little swirly Kardashian family. And uh, I think that uh, she just needs to go so- take a break from social media, stay off there and just go somewhere and sit down and get yourself together. Because right now nobody cares about you. And she doesn't really have a lot of empathy or sympathy because of um, her, her bully type behavior in the past. Well, you know what, Tanya B, she had taken a break. She gotten away from it. 
She took a break twice, but she always brought her behind back. So maybe she's a social media junkie. I don't know. Some people are just addicted to it. Because if you think about mm-hmm. it, she's not modeling. And they, they she lost the endorsements. They're taking her pots and pans out of, I think, Target. And you know, the TV gig she hasn't had since COVID hit. But now she's lost it. So what else does she have to do? Well, you know what? I'll say this. My opinion, I mean, she has, um, she's abrasive. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I don't mean it in a, in a, um, how do you say it? I mean, she'll say fuck you in a heartbeat. I mean, it's just like when it comes down to it, um, you know, a lot of, a lot of celebrity wives on that level are probably a little bit more diplomatic when she gets Mm -hmm. into it. She's in it. I mean, she's like, it's a street brawl. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's a street battle. It's a street brawl, but she wouldn't take us to herself over yeah. to, to Bankhead Highway or go up there in the bluffs nah, or go to Philly nah, in the Badlands nah. and talk that. Man, man, what is you talking about? This smoke. Nah, she, right. <laughs> but, she don't want that smoke. They would beat the beef stew out of her. But I remember when her and the, her and the Preds, her and 45 got into it. You know what I mean? I mean, she's, you know. Well, I can see that. He's, he's abrasive and annoying. I can see that. But she just needs to go somewhere and have a seat and be quiet. That's okay. it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, compared to... Tanya B. They're opposites. Mm-hmm. They're opposites. Compared. Go ahead, Wyo. Go ahead. Somebody said John Legend's music isn't as is, is good as it used to be since he got with her either. <laughs> well, you know, well, again, time will tell. <laughs> People can people can block up your creative flow if you let them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what was the last big record he had? I mean, a lot of a lot of his music has been more, you know, more soundtrackish or score it's type, been more politically more politically uh, oriented. Uh, he had out some song. It's a shame I can't remember what it was. So I guess it doesn't matter. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, but but some of the albums came. You know, the the biggest hit was what Ordinary People. And then, mm-hmm. you know, all, all of me, all of me was probably like the her. biggest record, the biggest last hit he had. Yeah, I would say that I, was probably I, the I, biggest. I, I, I think he got traumatized when they let him close the show for Charlie Wilson. But wow. Anyway. No, he didn't. He didn't come on oh, after yeah. Uncle Charlie. Oh, boy. <laughs> Up in Cincinnati, I heard. Oh, boy. Hey, you know don't quote me. I, I wouldn't advise that. You know, unless you are mm, Prince mm. and he's not appearing anywhere that I know of, or James Brown, uh, Michael Jackson, I, that's not an act that you want to follow. So nobody yeah, come I, on I, after I, Uncle Charlie. I, I, <laughs> yeah, it happened, and I just shook my head when I read it. Woo. I think it, I think it was Cincinnati, though. I'm like, that was crazy. That was crazy. Did something with the Super Bowl? Did, didn't John Legend do something with the Super Bowl too? I don't remember. Hmm. Maybe with somebody, but no, well, that was the weekend. Maybe it was a pre-show. Remember, we had the weekend and all of that foolishness oh, okay. at the Super Bowl. Mm. Mm. Okay, he didn't play for Alicia Keys, did he? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, you know what? He used to play for Kanye West, so that should tell you something. Right? No, he there. did a he did a versus. <laughs> they did a versus. If you remember, there was a versus between John Legend and Alicia Keys. But uh, you know, again, that was so low pro- profile. Probably nobody remembers it. So he 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 he, he, he should have just came on through Dayton. He was only you only like twenty minutes from Dayton. Where he from? But he just come on down and get some of this funk. But uh, boo dot com. Let's move on. Please. What you got, Tiny B? What's next? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I know, no no shade, but it's like. John Legend put me to sleep like Brian McKnight. Um, you know, this week, Don't get mad. Don't say that. <laughs> Go ahead. I'll tell you that one off off mic. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. That was hard. This week, 
in the TI, that's how I do. And the TI and Tiny Chronicles now that, you know, whenever black folks have issues and, you know, I always say people that are of a certain pigmentation situation go to Betty Ford to rehab, but black folks go to church. And they said they went to church, at, which they don't usually attend, uh, because God knows their hearts. And, you know, the thing about it is through all of this mess, their kids are going to suffer the most. And their teenage son, King, was recently bullied and physically confronted about the allegations against his parents. So, you know, I, I wonder, you know, you can get your freak on, but, you know, you have to do It's a mess. Anyway, this woman, Sabrina Peterson, who started this whole mess, now she's saying that um, she will drop any and all lawsuits if T.I. and Tiny apologize to her. But word from the Kirby I heard is that she's taking a payout already. So I don't know if we're going to hear from Sabrina. And honestly, I don't know that I, if I care for hmm. Whoa. Okay. Okay, I want to say five on it, five on it, five on it to Zendaya. She started in the movie Malcolm and Maria with John David Washington on Netflix. And they filmed this uh, movie during the pandemic. And one, I, Zendaya is like, she can do no wrong in my book. And here is why. She gave her film crew. Go ahead. Yes. All right, man. She gave the film crew 1% <laughs> equity in the film to help them financially through COVID. And they sold the film to Netflix for $30 million. So each person received over $300,000. Wow. Hands for that. Definitely. Yes. For the wow. equity points. And I, I mean, that is a serious boss up, boss lady. Let me give her the air horn, too. There you go. Yes. Other actors and actresses should follow her lead. That was a toxic ass movie, though. I can't watch it again. I don't want to watch it at all. I can't. I watched it once. That's. Oh boy. Mm, That gave me. I mean, I had my ulcer started twitching. Yeah, PTSD. (laughs) Oh yeah, PTSD in the corner, fetal position. Okay. See. uh, No. What the hell? (laughs) Go ahead. What else you got? Okay, I, I want to remind you, you know, DMX, you know, he really, he had no will, he had no life insurance, and he basically died broke. Oh. He had an estate worth $50,000, which is ironic mm. because he sold over 74 million records. Oh. So he divided that by 15 to 17 kids. They might get about $2,750 if that. Um, but I heard his new album, Exodus, and baby, let me tell you something. You better call a fire department. Um, thank you, Swiss Beats, for working your magic. I mean, this is going to be, I believe, an instant hip-hop classic. He's got Usher on this album, Alicia Keys, Snoop Dogg, Jay-Z, Nas, and he even has a duet with Bono of U2. And I was surprised with what I heard. And I'm like, okay, I can rock with this. So don't bootleg it. You know, support this album. Again, I believe it's going to be an instant classic. And hopefully his family, especially his children, will get some uh, proceeds from the sale of Exodus by DMX. Is it a label project or is it an indie project? Like, uh, you know, you know, it was indie because I mean, he really didn't I hope have so. a deal. And, you know, so. I hope it's it is because the majors, the majors eat him alive. No, um, that's <laughs> why he didn't have anything. Yeah. And speaking of Swiss Beats, there's another versus battle tonight um, between Swiss Beats and Timberland, but. I don't care. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I get it, but... I'm telling you. This, yeah. This steak mm-hmm. in my belly. Snoo- like snoozer. I ate, and, some, uh, I ate some red meat, too? Nah, nah, nah. Not gonna, uh, not gonna make it. Now, speaking, of, speaking of red meat, um, once again, I want to say that Candy Burris of Real Housewives of Atlanta in Escape, she said she's about to leave Real Housewives, but it's oh. because she's supposed to be getting her own reality show about her restaurants in Atlanta, the Old Lady Gang and Blaze. Yes. But I'm not going to run down there either, and here is why. 
Once again, the Fulton County Board of Health has come in again and shut down Blaze. They failed the health inspection with a score of 55. Damn! That's like a wrap. Darn. (laughs) That was like... Yeah, that's... That's (laughs) that's Gladys Night Chicken and Waffles. It's not... Yeah. Um, mm. An old lady gang has had at oh, least two did. that I can recall, two violations from the Board of Health, and they shut down too. So, I mean, I get the food is good, but I'm not going to die trying to find out. So, I am staying away from Blaze and Ooh. old lady gang. You want to go? Moving. I know that's that's worse than just some roaches running around <laughs> with a 55. Yeah, that's like Ooh, old grease, rodents. Yeah, but then they get it fixed. I think food. they got it fixed, though, Tanya B. In all, you know, in all fairness. Probably, wait a minute. No, let me, let me say this. I get it. But if this has happened to you three, four, five times, Times yeah. and you curl yeah. by, okay? She knows what's But you know what? Let I, me say this. Let me say this on a, on a positive tip. I watched okay. her in the shy, and I got to give it to Candy Burris. Well, then maybe she should stick to acting. In the shy, in the shy, she plays that role to the T. I'm serious. I mean, it's like that role was made for her, and I'm just going to say it. I'm just going to leave it at that. I mean, and for, then she has her sex toys, right? Her yeah, sex yeah, toy yeah. company, right? Well, she got yeah. the sex toys, the dungeon. She's still getting songwriting royalties. She, I mean, I give it to her. She has multiple streams of income. Yeah. And she has basically used the Real Housewives franchise to promote those. So I'm not mad at her. But you know what? Do what you're good at. If you're not good at owning restaurants and having the right people in there to make sure you don't continually fail health inspections, I mean, after a while, word's going to get out. And then there was another one over in Atlanta where somebody got shot Valentine's Day. Girl, bye. Yeah, so true. I saw, I, but you know what? I have seen, I, I've seen a 35 score. So, you know. <laughs> not for them. Not for them. But I've seen, a, yeah, I've seen a 35 in, in ATL where they've had to shut a few down. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, what else you know got who has been shut down? Bill Cosby in this week's Jailhouse oh, Water. Bill no. Cosby has been denied parole because he refuses to attend mandatory sexual predator therapy. Oh, well, guess he's not going home anytime soon. Mm-mm. That jello pudding better be good that they serve. According, according to him, he didn't do that. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, that's why he's probably not taking the classes. Yeah, oh, was, damn. <laughs> I guess he'll just die in jail. I don't know. <sighs> Who would have imagined this would happen to Bill Cosby? I know it. Doctor Huxtable, America's favorite father, likes a Mister Jello pudding, Mister Have a Coke and a Smile, and mm-hmm. you know, Mister Advocate, and pull your yeah. pants up, and you know, all this money he gave to all these HBCUs, and oof, oh. I've read just... a couple of his books, Fatherhood. I mean, yeah, yeah. like. What happened, Bill Cosby? Yeah, I'm just the curious dark, though. What dark do, side of it. Yeah, do y'all yeah, think? Pimphood. Do, do y'all Pimphood. think as a whole? You know how how folks were on his side in the beginning. Do you think people are still, you know, on his side in general? Well, it's been it's been the people that say that they didn't see that behavior, like Raven Simone and Felicia Rashad and some of those other people. But then, mm-hmm. you know, the things that he is accused and was found guilty of doing are just absolutely apprehensible. But you, I mean, no, you think the not, general public is is on his I, side still? You know, like mm-hmm. like OJ, like they like they were with OJ in the beginning. You know, I'm just I saying. I had faith in Bill Cosby. So I was really I. thinking he didn't do it. Hmm. Okay. I'm just curious. You know, he probably had a little, a little wild side. I don't know. Oh, yes, he did. 
And yeah. I think Camille, you know, Camille, like a lot of wives, they look the other way. Like, for instance, there's this Atlanta Braves player whose name I'm not going to say because I don't care. But, you know, the, the cops walked up to his house and they saw him grab his wife by the neck, throw her against the wall and backhand her with a, a cast on his hand. Now, how in the hell are you going to say I'm not guilty? He's in jail with no bail and then you leave it. Oh, God, woman beater, woman beater, woman beater. I have, you know, I hope his wife, that was a wake up call because she clearly is a battered woman. And you cannot tell me this is the first time it happened. Get my pressure up. I need to get beat his ass the way he beat up his wife. And I know it wasn't the first time. Yeah. MLB is not going to let him back in. He's going to he's going to have to. And they should. They they probably won't let him back in, especially with with that kind of evidence. Nah, nah. What else you got, Tanya B? Okay. Lastly, I want to tell you this. I know it, it, anybody care. Kanye has a new girlfriend. His girlfriend is the actor Bradley Cooper's baby mama, this model, Irina Shake or Shaq. She was in one of his videos. And I just wonder, will she get him to take his meds? And, you know, I'm still saying I'm counting down the days until Kim Kardashian goes public with her relationship with Van Jones, not Drake and not with Travis Barker. What? The, Wait know, a minute. Wait uh, a minute. Rewind. Van Jones. Did you say that? Don't forget, Van Jones was married to Billy Carter's daughter. So let's come keep that. You in mean mind. like CNN? So was, CNN Van Jones? Yeah he, yeah, he was mentoring her and helping her out. He got her an internship at the law firm where he works. But I guess she was too busy, too busy tootsie rolling because there's this baby bar you take after your first year of law school and Kim failed the exam. So, so you're saying that Van and Kim. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. so that's why they went to the. That's why they all went to the White House together. Okay, with the mm-hmm. uh, no, and put it like prison this, she wasn't really famous. She was never famous for being smart. She was famous for flat backing, and that's how she, you know, became well known. Yeah. But what has also happened with her is the production of Keeping Up with the Kardashians has been shut down because Kim and all four of her kids are suffering with severe cases of the Rona. Wow, that's deep. That's deep. And she's being sued wow. by staff members that uh, claiming she didn't pay them. And of course, she's saying she has nothing to do with it, and they're suing the wrong person. But I just say karma. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, Kim, you, you Kim, you keep on tootsie rolling, and, and you know, until <laughs> Van Jones gets done with you, mm-hmm, and Drake mm-hmm. don't want you, and Travis Barker's with her sister. So, we'll anybody see care? I'm done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, just a couple of things, y'all. Um, and, and I'm gonna say this: the shy did 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 not did not disappoint. I am I am just thrilled that that show is back. Uh, you know, it is it, it's a great Sunday night watch. Uh, I'm also still watching uh, the final season of Pose. It's still still doing its thing. Very good, very good. Got to give it oh, up I, to I, them. I got some exclusive tea for you about about. Pose. I will come back to it in just a minute, but okay. let, let me right, wrap this up. I'm a, I'm gonna give the uh, review, Tanya B, for your your movie. I know you've already gone to see The Quiet Place too, right? <laughs> I'm joking when I say that, but uh, <laughs> I know mm, you ain't going in there mm. to see that. Uh, but I, <laughs> I'll have my review. And also, y'all, uh, Tulsa, the Tulsa race riots, uh, as we tape the podcast on this Sunday, the Monday will be the 100th anniversary. And that's happening um, again on Monday as we tape the podcast. And and there are three documentaries to watch. And, and these are going to be on demand as well. Uh, Tulsa burning on the History Channel. Uh, Dreamland, the burning of Black Wall Street on CNN and HBO Max, and Tulsa, the fire and forgotten on PBS. And of course, I mean, you know, who who hasn't lately this year um, heard of uh, the tragedy in Tulsa in 1921? Over 1,200 homes, buildings destroyed, 
uh, between 100 and 300 people killed. And, and you know what? It's really unfortunate, and I'm not going to get into it here, but um, this squabble over reparations that, that happened. They were doing the centennial celebration in Tulsa, and they got into this squabble uh, about reparations, and, and they called everything off. You know, um, the, the, the whole centennial celebration, which I thought was nuts. But, um, you know, anyway, uh, definitely we should acknowledge that and, and learn our history and all that stuff's going to be on those channels and check them out. And I'm sure they'll be on demand for the upcoming weeks, if not months. Also, I'm going to be on a, a podcast. I'm going to be a guest this week. You know, Dicey, you know, Dicey Grinner, Spicy Dicey, who's on for our Halloween uh, episode. Oh, yes. I remember her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm going to be on her uh, sex and horror podcast this Wednesday. I'm going to be on there talking about um, sex and horror. Yeah. They talk about por- porn and horror. So, interesting. <laughs> so I'm going to be on Hell that show. I've had some horrible sex, but I got <laughs> So I'm going to be on that show Wednesday and I'll let y'all know when the episode airs. Okay. But uh, give us a call, 413-556-9546. If you have any feedback, don't hesitate to reach out to us, uh, 413-556-9546. Now, Tanya B., what was that last bit of tea? And then we'll go to break. What was the last bit? Oh, about polls. Um, yeah. I have heard from extremely, extremely reliable sources that a polls movie is already in pre-production, so there will be a movie. Okay, good. And good also, good uh, MJ Rodriguez, who portrays Blanca. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep, go ahead. MJ Rodriguez, who plays Blanca on Pose, has actually signed a deal. And I've heard the song. She's working with Verdine White of Earth, Wind, and Fire. And there's a, uh, she's made a record. She's got an excellent voice, too, by the way. It's, actually pretty, it's yeah. a good dance record. I, I like it. So I'm, I'm trying to get permission to like do a sneak peek on the Birdwire next week. But um, and you know yeah, what's, it's, go, yeah. it's going down. You know what was interesting to me, too? Um, the fact that Billy Porter recently... Um, came out with the news that he's HIV positive and he has been like for yeah, how many almost years? 15 years, almost yeah. 15 years. And mm-hmm. you know, the fact that his wow. body, he's taken such good care of himself, you know, it's undetectable, man. So, you know, it's not a death sentence. And and as we, I guess, head into um, pride month is, is June. Yeah, I call yeah. it pride season. Cause it pride goes all season? the way into lock. Yeah. Cause the black pride is like in August. What's that about? You have it's like white, an ATL. You have black they got pride, you have white June, pride, you have white. everybody pride, you have swirly pride. Then in all, uh, it comes to somebody explain uh, in in uh, October when they bring the AIDS quilt and do AIDS yeah. walk in Atlanta. But, in but it's it's like the whole summer, and and you know if you if you live in the ATL, you know you can. It's it's almost all summer. Yep, yep, yep. All right, so let's do this, y'all. We're gonna go to break, and we'll come back with Yo's Stay Woke Report, and we'll be right back. I didn't come here to preach to you today. I didn't either. Here we go. 
Texas Senate approves stringent voting restrictions after all night debate. That was last night. As we get ready to celebrate Memorial Day, which was created to honor America's armed forces who lost their lives fighting for the freedom of people all around the world, black and brown people are facing the wrath of voter suppression from Republican lawmakers all around the country. It reminds me of slavery and the Jim Crow times. When the plantation owners united to keep slaves in order, they organized their resources to bring in the likes of Willie Lynch to break us down beyond the physical. The goals were to control our psyche, and it continues to be their goal. So it seems everything the Democrats have practiced to get voters to the polls is being destroyed. These white supremacist lawmakers have studied the get-out-to-vote method down to the T and have aimed to create laws to reverse it through counties and states and to eventually enforce voter suppression on a national level. I swear they are descendants of the Ku Klux Klan. Let's break this down. Texas is following in the footsteps of Florida, Iowa, Montana, and our very own peach state of Georgia. These lawmakers are determined to make early voting difficult by limiting any extensions local board of elections put into place. For example, early voting, often referred to as souls to the polls, will have to take place after 1 p.m. on Sundays. And anyone transporting more than two people to the polls will have to be indemnified as if they're applying for a loan. Mm. These KKK lawmakers are also pushing to eliminate ballot drop boxes. All of these states are also incorporating an initiative to stop food and water from being served in long lines at the polls. They're imposing strict law and order for people helping folks who are literate fill out ballots. Now, this is the only one I can agree with to some extent, because in many elections, I have seen people who aren't able to read and write sway to vote for candidates who help them. Anyway, if any board of election organizations or individuals are caught breaking these dumb ass laws, they could face stiff fines. It sounds very much like Trump is still in power. His cult is worse than Jim Jones, and they ain't drinking Kool-Aid. They're drinking moonshine. This has been another edition of the Stay Woke Report, reminding y'all to stay woke. Go ahead, Wyatt. Yeah. Now, it's called the Senate Bill 7. It, I don't think it's been passed yet, but it's called the Senate Bill 7. Mm-mm. You know what? They're definitely I, yeah. meeting. They're definitely meeting and they're 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 on one accord with with making sure this wave goes across the nation because it's happening, you know, too rampant and, and in a lot of places. Yeah, so true. So true. That's crazy. Thank you so much, Wyo. Um Tanya B, you had a thought? I, I didn't know if you jumped in there with something. You no, know, I'm just uh over it, over it, over <laughs> it. It's like, you know, at any cost. And yeah. We just have to, you know, keep the Stacey Abrams fire in our belly and just fight back against these oppressors. Well, you know, I just I just hope and I keep saying this to people. I hope our our leadership is strong enough to combat on the Senate and the House level a lot of what's going on. Now, on the local level, it's unfortunate because a lot of these uh, these red states um the, the Republican or the, the ones who are in favor of these bills, uh, just like we're in Georgia. I mean, it's it's dominant. I mean, they're dominant throughout the state and it's going to take a while before it balances out. So 
you know, I, I don't know if they can get HR one pushed through based on what I saw, you know, um, within the last couple of days, just trying to get a commission on studying, um, almost getting your ass beat. Um, you know, they couldn't even get that through. <laughs> so, so, you know, and, and if I'm, if I'm this, if I am the, um, Capitol police and considering what just happened now, y'all, you, you know, I know this might sound wrong, but if, if this shit happens again, I'm just going to say, come on in, <laughs> get out the way thing. You know, you're, yep. you're not going to bear spray and kick my ass for, for these people. You know what I'm saying? It's like, come on in. Right. I mean, it, it's just amazing. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see how leadership handles a lot of this. I'm going to try to I'm going to try to be calm and breathe and, and keep it keep it positive but you know mm, mm, mm. thank you Wyo. appreciate you so much so no much problem. good stuff <sighs> all right y'all hey hey you know what let me let me take it to the corner to tommy's corner for just a minute i had a chance um to check out um the quiet place me and tanya b were sitting right there <laughs> just what, what are you drinking today <laughs> tanya b never gonna be at a horror flick <laughs> trust That's me sure. close to a horror flick so done, um, done, 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 done. Yeah. So, so um, he, here's what happened. Here we go. Here we go. Hey, y'all. I'm 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 steering away from controversy this week. I decided to do a movie review, and and you know the theaters are opening up nationwide. So I jumped right back in. I'm fully vaxxed. You know the theaters aren't really super crowded. Uh, people are easing back into normalcy in most places. So I decided to check out uh, the opening this weekend as we take this show. Uh, of The Quiet Place, The Quiet Place 2. Uh, I enjoyed the first one, heard great things about the sequel. And, and you know, so I went to a matinee. I'm going to ease in the early show. You know, I pay for my concessions because, you know, it's a small crowd. I mean, I, I walk up, I pay uh, at the concession stand for my ticket and my concessions. I'm solo, going by myself. One ticket, one medium popcorn, medium drink. And the attendant says to me, $25. And I say, I look around as to say, wait a minute, I ain't paying for these people behind me. Um, then I look at the receipt. Eight dollars for the ticket. Seventeen for the concessions. What the? Y'all know. <laughs> anyway, I pulled my job off the floor, grabbed that popcorn they popped about three hours ago. That Mountain Dew that cost 99 cents at Quick Trip. And I proceed to the theater. You know, so so now, you know, most of the theaters have assigned seats. So I, I've basically chosen a seat with nobody around me. Easy to stay spread, spread out. Uh, about 10 people in the theater. You know, great. I'm, I'm happy, man. I'm back in the theater. I hadn't been in in over a year. Settle in, watch the previews. And just as the movie titles start to roll, I hear that sound. Y'all know that sound from that Aaliyah song. Are that you sound. that somebody? Y'all know how it goes. And A Quiet Place 2 is the type of movie that you can barely eat popcorn in without annoying your neighbor. So if there's any dialogue, it's normally like this. And it's filled with all these jump scares out of silence. So imagine it's dead silent. The character's walking along. You're on the edge of your seat in anticipation. And just as something is about to happen. Yeah, you get it. So my public service announcement is this. Do not, I repeat, do not bring your irritated cooing babies to the quiet place too. 
For obvious reasons, the two don't go well together. As for the movie, um, not as impactful as the first, but still definitely worth the watch and packed with a lot of thrills. I give it three and a half out of four. It's a great summer movie. This has been Tommy's Corner. I welcome your feedback. 413-556-9546. Yeah, y'all. <laughs> Tommy be here, yeah. movie buff. Be <laughs> nothing, ma'am. Say- Get a babysitter. We'll swap off with somebody. I can't believe people bring in, like I said, infants to the movies. I went to see the help when the people had to leave because the kid would not stop crying. And that was several years ago. But see, the quiet place, I just wouldn't bring, a, I wouldn't, I, mm, I wouldn't bring a baby in really, a quiet Really, any movie. Any movie. Any movie. Any yeah. movie. But, but see, the y'all have to understand, I mean, have y'all seen, you seen, anybody seen The Quiet Place? Have y'all seen it? In, no, okay. It's it's no. like, it's it's a very I mean nobody it's the first one is like being in a symphony. You know, it's it's that quiet. It's very quiet and it's action, okay? Now, if you if you take them to see The Terminator, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's going to be so loud. It's a, there's a difference in a theater when it's loud and you got normal action that might mask the the baby but but man, don't 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 don't. Yeah. I mean, you could barely eat popcorn. You could barely eat popcorn at the quiet. I mean, it, it, it's that quiet. It's real quiet. <sighs> Question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, I'm just putting this out there. Yeah. You know, I get that part. You know, just like you have to be a certain age to get on a ride at an amusement park. Mm-hmm. And you have to be a certain age to get into a club and, you know, whatnot. Are these movie chains so thirsty for any dollar that I'm like, there, wasn't there something in place where you couldn't bring like infants and babies into movies? Are you effing kidding me? No, you can bring a baby in with the parent, you know, because it's a parental guidance suggested flick. I, I, you know, yeah, I don't think they can turn you can, they can, what's going on. But I mean, yeah, these, I'm talking like yeah. infant little goobers that really can't even walk. I'm I like, agree. You bring it up. There ought to be a law. That's all I got to say. Yeah. Because I know I need yeah. my right to quiet enjoyment. If I'm paying $25, which I would not pay, to go to a movie and get a snack, I don't want to hear Bebe's kids while I'm in the movie theater. That's right. I don't right. care if it's quiet. If it's a quiet <laughs> You're going to have a whole lot not. of parents mad because they love, they love doing it. They do it all the time. I mean, it's just like, I mean, you know. I mean, some here's here's the way when when you know when when I was in a situation when you had babies, you might have to do a split. You might have to say to your to your to your spouse to your partner, "Hey, you go see it. I'll keep the baby." And then you know what? Trade out. It's a trade out situation. You don't get to see certain movies that unless it's a kids movie, you don't get to see certain movies at the same time. Y'all got to take turns. I'll stay and keep. If you can't afford childcare. Then you're gonna have right. to trade out. One one swap, stays swap home. Out you your swap cousin out. Or your, your yeah. cousin Tay Tay, and you yeah. keep her kids, and she'll keep your kids. And or even or even the the husband and the wife might have to say, "You go see it, come back, and then you know it might have to split time where you know we keep you know you keep you know." But but let me. I mean, but when I was growing, I mean, I was man. When I was growing up, it was Buckwall. I used to man. I saw The Exorcist. <laughs> I was like what eight <laughs> seven. You know, I was, I mean, I saw all the crazy, I saw Superfly. You know? Ooh, what? <laughs> oh yeah. It was like, Real? man, my cousins, okay. my cousins would just drag me up in there. They did. I mean, and, and the, as long as I had the money, 
man i'm like damn how'd i get the what is it the evil dead i saw all that you know that's why i'm in the horror because you know i was up in there like seven eight nine ten <laughs> that's why you're traumatized today nah, it you was still, funny to me went to see a quiet place together. now superfly okay. was on the edge i will <laughs> i will admit superfly <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Y'all got anything else? Let's do some shout outs. You got any shout outs before we get up out of here? Tanya. Shout out to. I want to I well, tell y'all something funny. Start with Wild. I was listening to I was listening to Pandora. And um, have y'all heard the little baby and Kirk Franklin have a song together? What? It'll be on the bird wire next week. Yeah, girl, it's fire. <laughs> it's from Space Jam soundtrack. I saw what? it. Yeah. Okay, okay. It's just quite interesting to put them two together, but. I was just wondering, man, Kirk, mm. I'm not surprised oh, with Kirk. Though, Kirk, Kirk is fire. You got know, to You got to get people however you can reach them. Yeah, so true. That's true. That's true. But my shout out is to um, we had a Black Wall Street Festival today over in Greenwood Bottoms, which is like over by Broadway and um, downtown Macon, a little past downtown Macon. And it, it was it was really good vibe. Um, I performed a piece but we had the history of what you were speaking of earlier um, in Tulsa, Oklahoma in 1921. And it was just, you know, the energy was really good. And we were recognizing the Black Wall Streets of the neighborhoods here in Macon, in Macon, Georgia. So Excellent. Good stuff. Good I'm all stuff. pumped up right now. I'm going to give you some applause for that, too. For my yeah. folks in the Mac town. Shout out. Shout out to my folks in the Mac. What you got, Tanya B.? I just want to say shout out to everybody in Gaithersburg and the DMV where I was broadcasting last week and the folks in Philly, the city of brotherly love and sisterly affection. And once again, I'd like to say shout out to Miss Melba Moore for joining us last week. Absolutely. And Thank you. Thank her, you. Support her new record. I can't just say Melba Moore. I got to say Miss Melba Moore, the incomparable. Miss Melba Moore. Incomparable. Put some respect on it. <laughs> K-Dub, what you got, man? Oh man, big shout out to the G Podcast, man. A couple of buddies, man. They they loved it last uh the, the Melbourne Moore thing last Oh man. I mean, man, they loved it. Yeah. They heard me gushing. Up, they heard me gushing over uh the Afro Puffs, Miss uh Miss Melbourne Moore. Did y'all see the footage that I um that I had on social media with um the yeah, Clif- her and Clifton Davis? Yeah. Oh. Don't they look amazing, man? Legendary. Legendary. Didn't they look amazing back in the day? I mean, that was just, you know, royalty, man. She must have been like y'all's Beyonce or something. Well, you know, it was it was like, you know, Tanya B B mentioned it last week on the show. Um, Even though we had people like, you know, you had Diane Carroll, you know, being on sitcoms and things like that. But when whenever we had variety shows where we had black hosts like that. I mean, you know, they had their summer series. I mean, Flip Wilson was king when it came down to being, you know, the black sitcom variety show, uh, you know, so, so it was, I mean, you know, we, we definitely held them, put them on a pedestal, you know, because we didn't, we didn't yeah. see that in the seventies. You know, there were people maybe when did Nat King Cole, the Nat King Cole show was a big breakthrough moment. Uh, for blacks and TV, but uh, you know, it was a big, like Tanya B said last week, it was a big deal. It wasn't, you know, now I think, you know, it, because there's so many options today, 
you know, we kind of take it for granted. But back then it was it was difficult to take for granted. Plus, you know, one of the things we didn't talk about with Melbourne Moore last week was there was a huge this this whole arts, this whole black arts movement that was happening, you know, in that that period in the 70s, mm-hmm. you know, where, you know, Tanya B, you and I were talking about soul, Dennis. Hayslip, I always yeah, Hayslip, yeah, in that that documentary, absolutely. And so you you had you know this whole movement where you had Baldwin, you had Nikki Giovanni, um, you know you had snap, snap, snap. You know you had Gil Scott Heron, you know you had what's the spoken word? Oh, God, what's the group? I, I mean, it's, the last poet. Yes, yeah. I mean, it was it was just. You know, it was just so rich, man. The culture in the 70s was just so freaking rich. And, you know, so, you know, when when it just reminds you, man, you know, of, of you know, we it was just it was just so focused. And I, I love that. That's what I love so much about the 70s. As a matter of fact, you know what? As we get into um, next month, because we're heading into Black Music Month, I do want you all to think about what's your favorite decade. Don't talk about it now. Just think about it. Okay. Your favorite decade for black music. Okay. And and we're going to do a show and, and talk about why and, and just kind of defend why you think your decade is the best decade of black music. We'll talk about it uh, sometime in, 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 in the month of June. Okay. Okay. We'd love to know. All right, y'all. So uh, don't forget, you can call us with your feedback on the show or anything. Even that question I just posed. You know, your favorite decade of black music as we had in the Black Music Month, 413-556-9546. K-Dub, man, just want to say thank you, bro, for for everything you do. Tanya B. Y.O., thank you for taking a few minutes out of your picnic time. And um, you can all, I'm about to hit that couch (laughs) because, you know, I'm full. (laughs) And, and y'all, with that said, episode 83 is in the can, and we are out of here. Peace. 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 Back to the barbecue. Back to the barbecue. Yeah. You've been listening to The G Podcast with your host, Tommy B. The G Podcast is a production of the Castropolis Podcast Network. Thanks for listening.